A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is being brought to you and created by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. They have creation tools that allow you to edit and record your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast to all of the platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor has all the tools to get your podcast going. When you're ready to start your podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There was a guy, uh, he used to be my bully. He used to be my bully. And he came to me. He was like, hey, uh, you look good. You look great. You know, um, last time I saw you was a skinny little guy. And he basically said, he just said, I want to apologize. I was like, for what? He was like, I know you probably don't remember or you probably just had this out your memory, but I used to bully you so bad throughout middle school and like the first part of high school. He was like, I just want to apologize. I never understood how people can go through shit like that. And I have a kid and my kid is currently being bullied. So I, it hurts my heart to understand that my child is going through something that I used to do to other kids. And he just said, I want to apologize for it. I was like, that was like water on the bridge. Ain't no big deal. Because it takes, it takes you to become a parent to understand that what you did in the past was bad. Yeah. So that, that kind of bothered me at one point. But then at the, at the same time, I'm out. I'm having a good time. I don't want to be bothered getting to deep into it. Like with that. Like I'm having a good time. I appreciate the apology. You know, and just and just and just kept it moving. And then afterwards, he added me on Facebook and sent a long, heartfelt apology and had a story about how his child is, uh, I think he's autistic and he's going through um, Mm -hmm. being bullied and all this stuff. I was like, like, can you give him some advice? I was like, you're the parent. (laughs) I, I can't give you advice on something that you did to me. You should know. You did it. <laughs> so why would I want to give you advice on something that she used to do to me so horribly? Like in seventh grade, we're in PE and um, we had to change. So we had to change to we had we had to I changed uh, our gym uniform. Gym uniform. Mm-hmm. So you took my clothes 
my school clothes. You took my clothes and soaked them in the toilet. Like, all my clothes. Like, you took my clothes. Like, you pushed me down, got in my locker, took my clothes, and put them in the toilet and flushed the toilet so that more water can go. The, the uh, My clothes didn't, you know, go into the drain, but, you know, it, the more water came Soaking in. Up, yeah. And then I'm trying to fight back, you know, because I've had enough of it. I try to fight back. But he's, like, tall, and he's, like, football. So he punched me in my stomach then punched me in my like on my ch- like, top part of my chest. Then he had me in a headlock. All this, mind you, we were going to the football field to walk around the the track. So I was late coming to uh, gym class. So I was the last person, and crazy enough, he was there too. He drags me in a headlock. There's a dumpster behind the uh, gymnasium. In the back, uh, the back part of the gym, he threw me in that dumpster. This is the guy that apologized. Yeah. No fucking way. Never told anybody this. First of all, by the way, but um, yeah, threw me in a dumpster. This is shit that I used to go through in eighth grade, bro. But the crazy thing about bullying is that the next day I'm in school. Like, nothing happened. So, back then, bullies, they bullied you until you had to change schools or change classes or do homeschool or all that stuff until you're, like, to the point. Like, nowadays, these kids are killing themselves because you have social media involved into it now. We didn't have social media back then. It was like, oh, they go go that faggot D on you know, that's what I had to deal with. I had to walk in class. People would stop talking and do the little, and then looking at me. Like, I had to walk down a, a hall, like, the back row of my seat, and I hear people talking shit about me. I had to deal with that every single time between 7th to 10th grade. 11th grade, didn't give a shit. 12th grade, didn't give a shit. Fuck y'all hoes. I can't, I hope I'll never see y'all asses again. I'm out. But I had to deal with that the entire school term from 7th all the way to 10th grade. And 7th grade was the worst because it was just me. My cousins, they, you know, you're in a new school, you're in middle school, you're trying to get new, meet new friends and stuff. You don't want to be associated with me because the, the type of person that I am. My cousins would part, would not be talking to me, would not talk to me. Before school starts, because oh, the other kids see, you know, you with me. So I was a loner. That was me. Have those relationships with those cousins changed? Or are they still like that? Hmm. They 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 understood back then, and they'll tell me now. They was like, "You went through a whole lot of shit <laughs> in high school in junior high." That's and part the, of and the, and the main part, reason part of becoming an adult. And the main reason why they see that is because that photographer who sent me that little nasty email, and they were like, and "My cousin even told me, he was like, if anybody gonna handle it, Dion's gonna handle it. I don't even worry about it." They knew all the shit that you had already. Yeah, they was like, oh, he gonna, like, this is it. They know it was a Billy. So they was like, oh, he got it. So my cousin, they didn't know at the time, and then half of them was dumb as fuck, so they stayed back, so I don't give a fuck. But uh, <laughs> they, um, they were like, yeah. 
you can handle it. This shit's crazy. My bullying started in fourth grade, and it ended in eighth grade. <clears throat> so mine started a little bit earlier than yours. And when I got to eighth grade, I started beating everybody's ass. I didn't wait for them to say the second word. If they embarrassed me, mm-hmm. I immediately laid into them. And my oh, mom man. was constantly, eighth grade, and she would tell you if she was still around, she was constantly she at the me. principal's <laughs> office. It was just that year. That year I was so tired of it. I was so sick of it. I was tired of getting picked on. And if well, somebody you know, said me, the first word, I just laid into them. Just as hard and as fast as I could. But you know, with me, I had to deal with that at school and outside of school. So I had, like, the worst. So I go to school, get picked on and beat up, and I go home, get picked on and beat up. So it's like I never, never had any type of freedom. Mm -hmm. So, but it's just, it was just hard because I was, like, in tears crying trying to understand why is everybody picking on me. And then I've been looking at myself, like, am I am am I the problem? Like, am I why am I different? Why am I not like the other people? Why am I not like popular? Why am I like, like I always had that that mentality in my head to the point where if I had someone to talk to me, as far as like a friend, it was only because they were getting information to pick on me more about. So I had someone who, uh, it was a girl, and kind of liked her, really, really liked her. And I come and I was the candy man, so I would always bring candy and all this other type of stuff. So I was at one of my friend's house, who is also a friend of the girl that I like. And so uh, I can hear them on the phone saying, um... She said, she said, hey, um, what you doing? Who you with? Say, oh, I'm with Dion. Oh, you with that faggot? I ain't got time to be. Uh, so that you be hanging out with that them type of people? Like, you're nice to me at school, but I kind of figured out what you were doing. So I heard it, and I was like, hey, I got to go home. I got to finish my homework. So I went home, and I, like, cried. I was like. Oh, I thought somebody liked me. Right. <laughs> and so the next day, came come, hey, I'm supposed to say, hey, where my candy at? Where my M&M's at? And I was like, oh, bitch, you must not know. She never knew that I heard a conversation. Never told it to her. But three days later, my dumb ass was still be giving her candy because, like, I felt like that was, like, my only person. I felt relevant for that. Now look at that. Looking back at, it, I was like, I was so fucking stupid. It was like when I was in seven. I was in seventh grade. I mean, we didn't know better at that age, you know. For real, for real. It's fucking aggravating. I think viewpoints and opinions and 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 you know the way you see the world can change as you get older. Um, for anybody. Not even as you get older. A couple years can go by and you change your views and opinions on something because you've done the research or you've talked to people. You get a better understanding and a better sense of where someone's at and what they've gone through. And you start to realize maybe the way I thought before is not the right way, you know? 
especially when you're a kid. You can't you can't think for yourself when you're a kid. You're getting influences from every direction. Your friends, your push, your parents, if you're lucky enough to have your parents in your life to influence you, your siblings, and you they're pushing you every and then you get older and you're like I'm not listening to anybody. I'm going to make my own decisions. Unless you have an open mind and you're willing to change your perspective and do the research and talk to people. And But you're right. You just don't know. You, when you're that young, you just don't know. Sometimes. And, you know, this is in the 2000s. There was yeah. nothing. There was no... I was we didn't, we didn't have a counselor. Like, we don't have a... We had a counselor. The counselor was only there as if you were either musty or you were on your period. <laughs> so that's the only time we go to the counselor. Or both. Well, or both. Like, that's the only time... There was no, like, hey, let's talk about it. Like, no. Yeah. Hit the deodorant's in the back. Tampons over there. Like, a pass over there. Like, that's the only time we'll go to the counselor. So we never had someone to run and talk to. So with me, because of the situations I had in, the, in my childhood leading up to teenage years, all that shit was bottled in. I couldn't fight back because I was going to get jumped. I couldn't argue back because they're going to say something that's going to hit below the belt where I'm going to be super embarrassed. I had nobody. So I had to bottle all that shit in from six years old all the way till I was 16 to the point where I was like, okay, I don't give a fuck anymore about these people. Fuck these classmates. Fuck these classmates' kids. I, I hate to say it that way. Fuck them kids. And I hate the fact that you want to come to me 15 years later talking about a situation that your child is experiencing. Well, we're in, a day, we're in a day and age where they have counseling services for your child and for you. I can't be... What do I look like giving advice to your child when you was my bully, like I don't, I didn't, I didn't. I, that that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. And so after that, I was like, I blocked them and all the other type of stuff. I appreciate the apology, but I can't really, I can't really grasp the fact that you want me to talk to your son about shit that you did. Yeah, well, that's when, weird. When your daddy used that's to beat weird. the fuck out of me and put me in a dumpster. Here's how I dealt with it. Yeah, this is this is how I how I escaped. Can I use the restroom, please, sir? Why are you asking me to use the restroom? It's, it's your restroom. <laughs> Why? <laughs> It's your restroom. Go use the restroom. I can either use it or I can pee right here. In the go room. use the restroom. Or I can go out to my truck. Don't ask me to use the restroom. Thank you, Dion. Potty. I don't know. It's just like that kind of bothered me. Well, yeah. When I was in the eighth grade, so I don't know if I ever told you the transition of uh, my childhood from moving here from Jersey. Um. I was 12. I was about to be 12. We moved in February uh, 1996, and I turned 12 that May. And I had a thick-ass Jersey accent, and I was a fucking hoodlum, and I was just took no shit from nobody. And uh, the kids here didn't know what the fuck to make of me because they never heard a Jersey accent. They didn't ever see a Hispanic kid my size and they were they were just all confused. The South has the South is its own country. It is. So it really is its own country. Even if you're in Atlanta. Oh, you up there with the big lights. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. On the track, I can't drive to Atlanta because it gives me a panic attack. I can't drive in Phoenix City because it gives me a panic attack <laughs> because you drive horribly. <laughs> and to be honest, I would tell anybody, I would tell anybody that if you're driving in Atlanta, it's going to teach you how to drive. <laughs> it will teach you how to drive. No doubt. It was fucking crazy. And so I was, you know, and it was fine. Seventh, I finished off seventh grade and I went to Arnold and I was the... I was one of two Latino kids in the entire school mm-hmm. in Arnold. Uh-huh. And so I was like, yeah, I got a Hispanic brother. I was like, we're going to make through this. It's going to be all right. That kid in day two got his ass, got the life beat out of him. Who? Mm-hmm. Which kid? In eighth grade. Oh. He was one of the only, he and I were the only Hispanic kids in the entire yeah. school. Yeah. They, uh, they kicked his ass because he was tiny and frail. And chubby and uh, couldn't defend himself. <laughs> I don't mean to put it like that, but he couldn't defend himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they yeah. were like, oh, "We don't want the big fucker. We're gonna get that guy, right?" And make a, you know, and I mean, beat his life. And so he, he was hospitalized. He was, was he looking at you to kind of help him out? In I wasn't that there. Situation? I wasn't. I didn't find out until the day after. No, I would have been like, "Sorry, but you know, <laughs> right, good luck." luck. Right. No, no, no. I found out the day after. Uh, his mom was taking him out of school. She drove his ass up there. They had the kids in the office. They were doing that whole thing, and I walked by, and I was like, "Bro, what's up?" And his face was all fucked up, and he was jacked. And so the mom withdrew him, and I didn't tell my mom. I was like, this is going to be an interesting year. Um, and so every day, people were like, what the fuck are you, Israeli? What are you, Mexican? What are you, a terrorist? What are you, a sand nigger? What are you, a nigger? What are you, blah? And I was just like, what the fuck? And these are every day, random, just, oh, we don't fucking know what the hell he is, but don't talk to that guy. And I was just like... Oh, fuck. Now, granted, I already come from Cali and Jersey at this point, so these guys look like fucking peasants to me. Like, I'm idiots. Like, people that I just, I was like, how stupid. If this is the poster child for where I'm at, please tell me you're not it kind of situation, you know? Because you're fucking dumb. Really stupid. And so, anyway, it was fights every day. You know, mom was like, what happened to your knuckles? I was like, I fell on my knuckles and I landed on my fists. Mom, on the concrete. And she was like, okay, but every day. And then I come home with cuts and black eyes. And she's like, I gotta take you away from that school. And I was like, for what? This is shit that I was going through in Jersey. Just normal street fights. This is just dealing with idiots. You were dealing with the physical type of stuff. I was dealing with the, the verbal. No, it was both. No, I'm saying, like, majority of yours, the main part have been physical. Like, oh, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. mine's has been, like, straight verbal yeah, to the yeah. point where I think ninth or 10th grade, puberty kind of was kind of late for me. And my lips got big. And so they had a rumor in school that was like, if you have big lips, big lips, you suck a lot of dick. So that was my thing. I had to go Some through kids. every single time. Fucking ridiculous kids, man. Logan's going through that shit. So, so I feel that. I told him I was like, bro, you got one hundred percent pass to fuck anybody up. And it's social media stuff. Oh yeah, but he don't care. He's like, yeah, I'm gay, and what? I'll fuck your dad. Like I don't care. <laughs> okay, he's just he's like, he give a fuck. But Did I had to, yeah, and I had to like steal his like text to make sure that he's defending himself because like, 
you know, I want to make sure that it's not bad. And he gives it right back to him, and he does not give any fucks. And that's what I've had to raise him to do. Like, for me, it was like I had, like, I couldn't. <laughs> like, right. I couldn't defend myself. So, like, that was the rumor. So, I apparently, I was going around sucking a lot of dicks because my lips got big. That was the only reason that my lips got big. Not because of puberty, not because I'm developing as a, a young man. It's because I was sucking a lot of dicks. And I had to deal with that my whole 10th grade to a point where a person was trying to force me in the bathroom to do it. I was like, get the fuck away from me. Like, he barricaded the door so that way wow. I wouldn't get out. Oh, fuck no. He told me, so I want to see if this room is true. I was like, get the fuck away from me. Like, I was like, this, that's when I got physical. Like, we were like literally fighting. And then, luckily, a teacher or whatever heard all this commotion and got me out. But I got in trouble because he told the teacher that I was forcing him, forcing myself on him. But the teacher, uh, the teacher sent me to the office. And this is when I was in 10th grade. I remember the teacher, I was, in the, uh, I was in the office, pretty much told him everything. Luckily, the principal knows me, the knows how person that I am. My cousins, they don't want they some badass people, but I'm the I'm the the You stood out. Yeah, I'm the the smart one. I'm the one that got the head on the shoulder. He was like, You can go home. Like I missed the bus and everything. I had to stay in the principal's office past three forty five, four o'clock. So I had to get uh my mom to come get me. And she's like, What what went wrong? I said, somebody tried to fight me. I didn't want to tell her I she never knew all the shit that was going on. She never knew. She would have killed somebody. Does she know now? No. <laughs> now it's like, it's, my mom knows the type of person that I am, that I am very, I don't give a shit about, like, people. I don't associate myself with a whole lot of people. She knows, like, the body language that I kind of give off, especially when we're out with family and family friends are there. I'm kind of, like, drifting away because I don't have time to be talking to people. I don't want to talk to people. I want to engage with people. And that's what I've been doing when I was in high school. I don't want to be engaged with anybody because... I'm going to be the topic of discussion. I'm always going to be that guy who either sucks dick or faggot boy or all that stuff. That was, I was that topic every single time in every classroom in two and a half years of my high school career. Junior high, it was worse. It's like high school kind of like, it kind of went from severe to moderate. I still was dealing with it and it sucked, but... Like, senior year, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of over this shit. Fuck y'all hoes. I'm ready to get my diploma and get the fuck away. I hope I never see y'all again. I didn't go to the 10-year reunion. And half of the people that's on my Facebook page are classmates that I kind of fuck with, but I'm still watching. I don't want to see how ugly your kids are. I don't want to see how ugly you are. <laughs> Karma. No doubt. So, what high school did you go to? I went to Russell County High School, a.k.a. Racist County High School. Yeah. That's why I developed the whole Confederate shit. I didn't never, I didn't never understood what the Confederate thing was. The whole, why everybody wear those rebel flags and the shirts and stuff. I was like, why are these kids wearing this shit? Why is so... And then I did my little history. I went to the library. We had those encyclopedias, not Wikipedia. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they lost a war. <laughs> <laughs> Still didn't understand why they were still, but hey, whatever. Oh my gosh. 
I guess they were born to hate, just like people were born to just hate other people for being who they are. So that's why I commend a whole lot of people these days who just are very open being themselves. Now I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 33 in two weeks. So I'm like, yeah, used to. It. I'm I'm okay being myself, and I'm happy that people that I've surrounded myself uh, around just is very open and accepting for being as far as me being who I am that's the that's the that's the only highlight I've gotten this year is people showing their appreciation to me for being me right rather than this other shit right so that's like that's for being me and a lot of people and even with my friend Ruben, they said that every time we see us together, like we see, um, they see us together, we just bring so much like positive energy and vibes. Like all we do is just be ourselves. So I'm just happy that I'm being myself, channeling all this, just yeah, spreading this energy to everybody. You guys are fun as fuck. Forget like we're forgetting about like a stressful week we had. We're here to have a good time, and I'm just channeling all this energy just for being me. And I'm happy that you know I was able to grasp that this year. That's the only thing that I've learned this year is that being myself is okay. One hundred. Like being who you are is okay. Not being concerned about what other people think of you. Just be you and just live your life with positive vibes, with good energy, and not let a bitch kill anybody that you have that you've worked so hard on being yourself. A lot of people have been working so hard to finally accept the fact that this is who they are. Mm -hmm. And once they finally come up to that process as far as accepting who they are, that energy explodes. That's 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 the joy that I get. Mm. It's a beautiful thing. I need me some of that. <laughs> you just gotta say, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna do thing. it. Look, that's all you gotta say. I don't give a fuck what anybody says about who I am and what I feel. Well, I, 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 I realize it right now, especially more than ever, I need to work on myself and give myself a lot of focus and try to figure out what it is that makes me tick the way I do tick. It's not ticking regularly, and I gotta figure out how to get it kind of a, to a regular tick. Who's ticking on a regular tick, though? Well, you guys seem like you are. Yeah, but you know, so. But you see the shit like look at. So let's let's take that. Mine is like tick tock tick tickety tock tock tick tick tock 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 tick. No, no, no. But but the thing is, is when it's about who you, like what you're going through and who you are. Mm-hmm. You keep that to yourself. Nobody who knows you is like God. Brian's going through some fuck shit. Yeah, and I. You know I, what I mean? Like, yeah. You, that doesn't project into who you are. Well, and I only share things with people that are close, close, close to me because. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's me. Oh. <laughs> I'm cleaning the table. I'm starting to get anxious, I guess. You're fine. Um, yeah, I only tell people about certain things that are really, who are really close to me um, because I feel like I can't trust certain people with secrets and personal things, but I have to <clears throat> release them. i got to give them out to somebody and share them. It's like I want to share them, but even family members I can't talk to so yeah. really to 
be honest with you, I depend on the two of you a lot for a lot of that. And that sucks. Because, Why does that suck? Well, it sucks because it can mess up your vibe, right? And, no. And that's not... Yes, it can. <laughs> I don't have a vibe. <laughs> oh, no, it can mess up your chill mode. You've never messed chill up my mode. chill mode. Yeah. I've never there. once been like, fuck, here comes Brian. I'm sure sometimes. No. Never. I'm sure. Never. You know, but it's beneficial to just get that out. And if I, anything, even immediate family members, I can't talk to them about the stuff I talk to you guys about. If I anyth- don't. If anything, when you text, I was like, oh, I was just thinking about you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. But then when I'm texting, I'm like, damn it, this has happened and this has happened and blah, 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 and wah, wah, wah. And then you're like, all right, talk to you later. <laughs> Put the no, phone down. Never. Yeah. No. There's just. <sighs> You have people that are in different levels, bro. I need to be on that next level. You're getting there. No. You, you <laughs> are. <laughs> you no. are. You are. No. We'll see. You are because the first step. I to, got a game plan. Well, the first step to getting there is understanding that shit's not going the way it's supposed to be going. Yeah. That's and, the first step. And you have to. You have to say, okay, that's okay. Yeah. Let me. This shit happens. Right. Let me process this and see what I can do to Fix bring myself into a good positive a positive vibe that's what I gotta figure out so you know I did this whole <clears throat> negative self talk thing on my I'm pointing at my phone because I did it in the notes app on here this negative self talk thing where I put down it's kind of the same exercise you mentioned earlier all these things I tell myself that are bad that I don't like about myself mm-hmm. you know but then you think <clears throat> if a friend came to me or a family member somebody I care about and love came to me and said one of these things to me what would I say back to them that's not true man that's garbage here's all the cool things you actually represent and stand for and do that, so you take that negative self talk and then you reflect it back to yourself and you say damn okay i do have some skills in this area i'm not worthless i am pretty smart you know so you kind of turn it back around but one of those negative self-talk things um uh lost my train of thought (laughs) the beer's kicking in (laughs) the beer's kicking in so why do you you, okay well why do you write negative like self-talk you have What's to write purpose? it down you have to, well that that's the exer- it was an assignment it's an oh. exercise with my therapist right so it was write it down and then think about it as if a friend were telling you that thing and and say to yourself what you would say to your friend so it's turning back around and realizing that you do have value and you do have worth you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. everyone does they just have to find it you have to be a, you have to be able to you know what works for me and I'll, I'll give you this uh, outlook you don't have to do it but it makes life so much easier when you realize it also doesn't help when you have individuals who gaslight the fuck out of you and try to make you feel worthless that doesn't help when somebody's just like why do you always blah 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 and why do you always blah 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 mm-hmm. that doesn't help but yeah, you have to get to a point where you have to say, look, I'm, I'm not perfect. Never have been, right. never will be. You yeah, know? yeah. And just remind yourself that you do kick ass in your own right. One of my negative self-talk things was 
I'm, I'm sad, right? I'm always sad. That was one of my negative self-talk talk things. And it's, it, it, it continued, I haven't felt true happiness for over 15 years. That's the last time I feel like I've felt true happiness was over 15 years ago in my early 30s. You pointed which to a specific which you're going moment? To. Yeah, I think I can. I think I can identify it, but, um, you know, it's... That gets really deep. Something I have to continue to dig into, man, and try to figure out what... But that's not... That can't be true. What? Because think about the day that you brought Graydon home. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That is true. You can't think that way. That is true. See how you turn that around for me? And I need to turn that around. Oh, my gosh. Duh. Yeah. There's so many... not even just saw him. Think about how many... Not even brought him home. Just saw him. Or even knew that the adoption was going through. Like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Right, right, right. How did you feel when you got a fucking dope-ass raise at work? Or when you had a position change and all of a sudden you went from a toxic work environment to a non-toxic? Humongous. Yes. You have many victories, bro. I know. I know. Happiness. True happiness. Isn't that crazy that I wrote that down? I haven't felt prolonged meaningful happiness in 15 years. Very little brings me joy. Mm-hmm. And Graydon was born within that 15 years. That's what I'm wow, isn't that crazy? These are the things I tell but myself. But it's your though. brain that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. This it's is crazy. This is why it's good to talk about it. And here's the thing that makes me feel even worse, and I, it's on here. I deal with such minor things compared to a lot of things that people have to go through in this world. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, my brain won't allow me to cope with those things. So something's wrong up here, and this is what i got to figure out. To f- i got to figure out how to cope with... This is just regular life shit. This is shit everybody goes through, you know? And it wasn't People like you died. didn't go through struggle growing up. Right. I had a good childhood. I really did. I had good parents. Really did. You don't think it's part privilege in the sense I don't know. I want to get to. I want to get to the bottom of it. I want to get to the bottom of it and try to figure out. I'm not out. saying that you were ever catered to for everything, right? But there's some things in life that people don't go through. Right? Oh, you, the, I didn't go didn't through a lot know. of stuff. I didn't this know This is anybody. probably a lot of stuff that you didn't know. Right. That in I, my childhood. Right, that certain people from different backgrounds that's and right. areas go through. And that's okay if you didn't know. But it's it's also okay for you to learn and understand that's right. that. That's so that right. way you like, I, I can't relate to the situation that you are going through. Or I can't understand the pain right, or situation right. that you all How are dealing with. You know, as far as with people's culture. But I can definitely understand and uh, I can definitely try to educate myself and learn so that way if you ever need me for any type of moral support then you have me I was so blind as a military brat to a lot of that because a lot of people don't you as a child even through middle school if you're living on a military installation you you, you play with everybody you, you have to you have to play with whoever's living next door to you you don't pay any attention to it that's right and so I, I, that is privilege it's big privilege my first encounter You're with a right. white person, I was 12, bro. Yeah. And I was a Southern white person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. True interaction. I see white people my whole life, television, you know, but I grew up with Filipinos, blacks, and Mexicans. In the East, Italians who spoke Italian 
Dominicans and Puerto Ricans. It's all I ever fucking knew. Mm-hmm. So when I when I discovered you white people, I was like, <laughs> you motherfuckers are beautiful. But you're racist. What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Like, I didn't know what that was going on. So it's, those are things that you just don't know. Yeah. And it's out of your control. And especially in the South. The South, like I said, the South is its own country. They never <laughs> traveled outside <laughs> of Florida, Bama, Mississippi, Georgia. They never traveled outside of that. So they don't understand other people's backgrounds and cultures. There's more. I mean, there are 50 states. <laughs> and you only know four of them. <laughs> Just like, but they don't, they don't understand that. Like if you would send, you would send a hardcore southerner, southerner to New York. To the Bronx. Oh, we got, we only eat uh, Spam around here. What is this um, bagel? You know, they, they it's, it's, it's out of their comfort zone. But a lot of people would rather be comfortable and stick and know what, the, what they know and whatever their opinions and their values are are true to themselves, where all this other type of stuff, which is what people flag as liberal uh, propaganda, they think all of that is poisonous to them and to their family and to their future generations. Yeah. Not knowing that, you know, you have interracial couples here, you have gay couples here, you have interracial couples with babies, you have gay couples with babies, you got lesbians with babies. Like this is this is a new norm. This is a new process. This generation has changed. And what's interesting is that Savannah, I get hardcore racist vibes in Savannah. No lie. But I see a whole lot of interracial couples. Weird. I said, look at all these vanilla swirls, chocolate vanilla swirls. <laughs> it's so nice, but I see the people. Yeah, I yeah. see the, the trumpeteers out the there and, and all of that. Like, it was, we was walking on River Street, and this guy had this little rinkety car. And, you know, he was trying to gas it up so he can go to the next it kept cutting off you know all that type of stuff so we're walking and this white man was like oh just pulling up all this air I see oh it had to be a black guy I wonder what kind I said I don't see no tag I wonder uh, when did he steal it I was like oh oh wow what is that? What's there the... you are I was like oh racism everywhere and yeah. then he I guess he heard me he was like excuse me I was like you heard me have a good day so <laughs> I, I was like oh but I'm pretty sure this person never went outside of that 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 bubble. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Never traveled, never knew anything, didn't turn on Discovery Channel, didn't know what the fucking internet is. And you're right. The South is definitely like that. They have no interest in leaving or learning about anything else. They don't know how to learn. They can't spell it. They could drop out of school. Like <laughs> they they are they are so fine. They are so found uh, believing in two things, God and uh, Roll Tide. That's the only thing that these Southerners, that's the only thing they need. They need God and football. That's it. That's true. That is it. They have that on, uh, it is unconstitutional for you to hang out with gay people. It is unconstitutional for you to have a gay marriage. It's unconstitutional. Now, lesbians, they love that. <laughs> Not knowing that that's gay too, but hey, <laughs> this is this is the South we're talking about. It's true. So as long as it's a threesome with <clears throat> two chicks, they're all good. So I under I had to like really understand the whole. This is I'm being hate. I'm being 
taught all this hate, being surrounded with all this hate. I'm just figure out for what? What's the purpose of you hating? Is this something that your parents taught you? Is this something that you know you saw in the history books? Like what was what was your main focus to look at me or to look at anyone of color and say I hate you because of your skin? Like where did that start? Please elaborate to me. Do you know what elaborate means? No? Okay. Please help me understand what that means. Do you know what that means? Okay. Why do you hate me? <laughs> That's a common question. Why do you hate me? Is it, do you find that I'm intimidating? Am I smarter than you? Like, what's what's the, 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 the purpose? I had to try to understand that, but I was too bold to ask people that question. Like, why, why are you saying the things that you say? Or why are you doing the things that you do? Like, what's the purpose of you doing all of that shit? And what, what do you get off of it? Do you get a heart on? Do you, like, what, what's your sole purpose? Is this something that your daddy proud? Papa? Mima? Mama? Nana, or whatever the G-G. fuck they be saying. Oh, that's definitely some family pressure right there. That is definitely a part of it because don't bring that nigga. Uncles, don't bring that nigga to my house. Oh no, yeah, uh, big time. There's a lot of family pressures involved. And I saw it in, in, like, with my family, certain uncles and sometimes my dad. It was always like, oh, that white man this and that white man. I was like, that man? (laughs) Like, why are you saying white man? Is that that specific hate? Or, like, what what was going on? He was upset at one point because I had a Latino best friend back in college. Had a Latino best friend. He was like... You you going you at a black college, you can find nobody else. I said, I'm in college. Period. I'm understanding different cultures and backgrounds. I'm in the I'm still in the country, in the sticks and bricks of Tuskegee, Alabama. Mm-hmm. But I have students that's from California, from Jamaica, from New York, from Chicago, different Backgrounds, different cultures, whole different life, whole different life. I understand, you know, how they are, the way they are. They dress a certain way, they talk a certain way, they listen to this type of music. You know, I I learned that. That's when I finally was saying, okay, my mind is so open to everyone's personalities and characteristics that I'm just so intrigued. It's like I'm shopping on Amazon. And just buying a whole lot of shit on my cart because I'm so so interested in it. Like I'm interested in knowing about you and knowing your personality. Yeah. I just want to know more. Yes. And that's and I I'm so happy that I was a- able to go to college. I mean I didn't finish that damn school, but I was so able to finish that, uh, go out and experience different people. That's not from, <laughs> not from the South. Right. It sounds crazy, but I was like, okay, I kind of understand other people. Yeah. And so I understand how, you know, the, I understand the, the New York culture, the West Coast culture, the Midwest culture, um, how they dress this certain way. I understood what bisexual and pansexual and um, all these sexuals mean. Like, I never understood that back in the day. Now, like, people are telling me these things and understand. I was like, oh, okay. It's like, you're not offended by it? Like, no. Like, this is interesting information for me to know. Yeah. So that way, if I see someone that's spreading all this hate and all this, 
you know, foolishness, I was like, okay, why is it? Like, have you ever experienced yourself talking to a Muslim? Have you ever experienced yourself talking to someone from Jamaica or from the islands? So how would you want to, why would you want to prejudge someone on just certain shit that you don't know? Mm-hmm. Right. It's the fear of the unknown. <clears throat> so I was so, like, happy and I kind of, like, carried that on, like, till today. Like, I'm not gonna, like, you may look kind of weird, but I know you're probably a cool-ass <laughs> person, but I want to understand you, you know? I look kind of weird. And I, I was the, the weird ones are always the fun ones. I mean, look at me, I'm weird. So I'm always, like... Hello. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always <laughs> trying to get to know people and understand people. That's just, I don't know, I just, I find a knack doing that. I like it, too. I, I, I take an interest in that, and I seek it out. I want to get to know people who are different from me because... You learn a lot. Well, how, how am I going to be any better, right? And, and I picked up a lot of that from being in the Army, people mm-hmm. with different backgrounds, cultures, you know, and having open and honest conversations, which sometimes you can get in trouble for in the Army, but being able to sit down with somebody who's different from you and say, hey, how does this work? Mm, not like that not the way yeah, you're yeah, thinking yeah. oh okay well tell me how it's supposed to work you know yeah. having those conversations and god what a blessing that is to be able to do that that's a blessing oh culture yeah I wish this certain I mean Gen Z they're learning a little bit about it but the the generations that's raising the Gen Z is like that's what I fear because like I'm gonna I'm gonna raise you to be just very very hateful for no apparent reason but these hateful people I'm not sure if people have been not been paying attention hate gets you nowhere hate gets you punched in the fucking face hate gets your ass mollywopped you're gonna you're gonna understand that these are not the same people that you have been fucking with back in the 60s and 70s and 50s and all that stuff they will fuck you up they will punch the fuck out of you and walk away like nothing happened. Antifa. Right. So, like they <laughs> shit blows my mind. You keep you keep doing that. Keep spreading that old school hate, <laughs> and you're gonna get a new school ass whooping. Mm. Who's raising Z? What generation is that? Is it my generation? Is it the Xers? It's gotta be. I think that's what nineties. No, after after your generation was the uh, what are, what are you the Xers? X and then Y and then millennials and um, I'm I'm what is, what is the in between? You're Y. Mm-hmm. My sister is. We're called uh, oh, right in between on the cusp of Yzennials or some shit. They they yeah. like blended the two or whatever. Yeah. Well, we were on the cusp. Well, are the Xers raising the Zs? Is what I'm wondering. Probably. Probably. I think so. I think my generation is raising the Zs. Old school hate, new school ass whooping. <laughs> so I mean, that's what it's, that's what it's gonna be. So it's true. I'm not trying to raise Graydon that way. I'm trying to raise Graydon to be a good person. No, Graydon is fucking just be solid. A, just be a good person in general. And our know. kids are in good hands, I think. Honestly, now because you have the the age group that's 23 to 33, that's really vocal right now. And he he's, falls in there. Yeah, he's he's thirty three. Right, about you're you're about to escape it. But those that are still stuck in that age group, they're very very vocal. So we'll see. 
We shall. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 